0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to MCU Reviewed. It has been a hot minute since we've done this show. Hope you're doing awesome on this lovely Tuesday evening. Tonight, we are talking She-Hulk. We just wrapped up season one of the show on Disney+. Plus. We had nine episodes, and boy, what a fun time it was. See, John, I was able to kind of recapture that intro. That worked out well. Amazing. I'm Josiah Leroy with me today. One of my best friends on the planet, Mr. Baba Yaga himself, John Fick. John, the Yankees. What else to say?
1: Joe, I, I, yeah, I figured you were going to ask me how I'm doing, and I went right into it, man. Yes, I'm doing great. The Yankees have just uh, just wrapped up the American League Championship Series, I'm sorry, Division Series, on their way to the Championship Series tomorrow. Very excited. Um, that may affect some of our content that we're supposed to record <laughs> tomorrow, and I'm like, Joe, Yankees are playing Houston Game 1. Uh, I don't know. Joe, we'll see. Joe. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will, this, this may have a trickle-down effect uh, in, in my availability over the next couple of days, but that's okay. We'll make it work. We'll figure it out, as we always do. Did Joe freeze again? <laughs> oh, just a little freeze. Baby freeze. He's here. I did freeze again for sure. That was just a baby freeze though.
0: Yeah. That was a that was a blip, yeah. really. I just went away for five years and came back. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, we talked about it last time. Awesome time to be really a New York sports band fan if you're in Western New York, right? With the, the Bills going strong, Yankees doing well, uh, and the Sabres just being fun again. So good stuff there. I've got my uh, tie-dye Buffalo Bill shirt on. If you are listening to the podcast version, you can't see this. But you can check it out uh, over... I got it from my friend Aurora at uh, facebook.com slash Dora or Die. That's spelled D-Y-E, of course. So uh, we're talking She-Hulk. John, uh, this is an MCU series that... I think you and I have obviously mostly kept up with the Disney Plus series for MCU. Obviously, we've watched them all through. But this was one where it was almost must-watch TV. It was one that I wanted to watch every Thursday when it came out. I didn't get up early to do so like we did for Kenobi and in, in some cases Andor. But this was one that I didn't want to go to bed without seeing because I was just having so much fun with it. So... I think you and I are mostly on the same page with it. Take me away on your thoughts on She-Hulk.
1: Yeah, you, you nailed it, man. Like it, We talked in the past, and some of these MCU shows, have uh, we, we've liked them all. I don't think we've ever been really disappointed in any of these shows. Um, but there, there's been situations where it's, it's Wednesday or it's Friday, whatever it's coming out and I'm not getting new and it's not a big deal. I'll get there when I get there. Maybe next week I'll watch two episodes. I'm enjoying it, but it's not must watch TV. Like you said, um, yeah, she Hulk has just been so much fun that I have just wanted to make sure it's been like on my Wednesday to do list. Just like it's out on our Thursday, right? thursday to-do list yep. yeah so yeah it's out i'm yep. watching it like i don't want to it's not even for like spoilers that i might be seeing it's not even for like oh okay we know that Daredevil's going to be in it i don't care if, if that if i got spoiled about which episode he was going to be in it's just like you said i'm just having so much fun with it uh, i think i think they finally found a, a a real good a real good balance as to what a disney plus show is for the mcu um to me like And my expectations have finally settled down into what these shows should be. Um, To me, they're just like fun comic shows, right? Like it's a a Marvel show and that's what it should be. Every episode should be fun. It should have its own little flair, kind of just like its own issue of a comic. Uh, Yeah, there's a nice little story in between, but it doesn't have to be this huge, huge thing. It doesn't have to be MCU defining or changing. It can just be a nice little nine episode or nine issue run of a TV show. Um, And that's exactly
0: what She-Hulk was. And I loved every second of it. Dude, I, I think you nailed it. They really felt most self-aware with this series in relation to the other ones we've gotten. And we've gotten quite a bit of content here in the last two years now. And this one just felt so perfectly crafted for Disney Plus. Where some of the other ones I could I could get behind and say, you know, this really should have been a movie and more focused and more contained. But of course, you know, we're we're on Disney Plus, so we we want to really put money into that platform and, and continue the content train. This was one where I was like, I don't want this to be a movie. I want this to be a sitcom like it is. I want it to it have that almost 90s, maybe early 2000s feel. It's a legal comedy, right? And uh, Jen Walters was a, a fun lead character in most cases. So you had your, your nice ties to the MCU with a really nice list of cameos slash secondary appearances. They're more than cameos. Some of these characters were really around for a good chunk of time. And they did so... Without overshadowing Jen Walters, which the show, by the way, cracks jokes at. Like, whose show is this? So all of that, I thought, was really playful and fun. Uh, I've seen people say online, hey, this was really uh, a nice way to go about this because it shows that the MCU can kind of handle Deadpool now. And Whether you agree or disagree with that, I can see shades of that, right? Because she is a funny character. She's breaking the fourth wall. And this was a stepping stone to what we've already experienced with those Deadpool movies. So overall, I got to say, I really enjoyed it, uh, despite not having to have those huge MCU ramifications. I don't need that heaviness every time. Give me something that's more fun and playful like this, because I'm probably more likely to jump into it and take a break from those big movies like Dr. Strange or the last Spider-Man movie or the Black Panther movie we're about to get. So this was a a
1: good in between. Right. And and it's so self-aware about that. The finale of this show was literally that message. They they were giving us this big finale where, you know, where Bruce comes back and the, 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 the villain becomes a Hulk and all this stuff is happening. It's a climax. And then Jen just busts through the TV and goes through your Disney plus like that. was awesome by the way i was (laughs) they got me for they got me for a second i'm like why uh, what and even had so if you're an apple tv user it was the apple tv closing of an app sound so like it really got me so I was wow. yeah I was like dude what what just happened why did why did the thing just close so that was really cool for the finale but the finale was a commentary on like what we're talking about right now it doesn't have to be this big set piece it doesn't have to have like these big ramifications this is this is Jen's show this is a legal comedy someone who just happens to have superhero powers now um yeah it was it was so much fun
0: didn't you think uh, so? Like that was so clever. Uh, clever, I. We should say we are going into full spoilers for this entire season. So if there's something you don't want spoiled, bookmark this. You know, come back uh, whether you're watching it at Twitch.tv live. Uh, excuse me, live at Twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse or YouTube.com slash the Geekiverse. Uh, I love when that happens, where it froze and you had the Disney Plus sequence. They had me for a second for as sure. well because I, I, I like froze. I was like, wait a second. This wouldn't flip right back to this screen like right away. I was like, "Oh my god, something's gosh. going on. This is amazing." You know what? You know yeah. how I knew?
1: I'm like, it didn't go from HDR to to standard definition. So I know, so I knew it was it wasn't yeah, real. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't take that second to, to click
0: out of HDR. <laughs> exactly. There was no blip there, if you will. Yeah. Um, th- that was really good, and I love the commentary in that episode because I gotta say, a part of me was like, okay, I'm not taking this show seriously because it is a fun show. But I don't like the direction where it's going, and they roped me right into thinking that they were going to go into these the kind of this stupid the battle between yeah. these characters. I didn't give a crap about. Um, do we, With, we, by done... the way,
1: <laughs> I was freezing up a little bit again. We'll get there.
0: Am I back? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> okay, so it 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 wasn't just that, but it was also. They had bad villains there, right? Like and yeah. that's kind of a joke with the MCU at, at times. Like there's not these developed or interesting villains depending on what we're looking at. Yeah. How so, many,
1: we've done how many uh, episodes of this show MCU reviewed? How many times have you heard me say like the villain is just a mirrored version of of the hero and it, I'm so sick of it. Like they took they took that criticism, that like common trope and just kind of, you know, laughed about it, which was fun.
0: Yeah. Very the the whole thing with me on this whole show was just being self-aware. And they did a great job leaning into all of that. My favorite moments are the the fourth wall breaks. Anytime Jen's talking to the camera, that is awesome. Um, the the comedy lands for the most part for it, me. It could be, for me, but,
1: anytime anytime Jen Walters and Nikki Ramos are in the same room, I'm all in. I'm like those those two characters. You could give me a a Sex and the City style dramedy with those two on hbo not even related to the mcu and i would watch every episode they they have the best chemistry like nikki ramos uh, ginger gonzalo who ginger gonzaga who played her was like maybe my favorite part of the show her her like her comedic timing like how 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 she was used she was just perfect She was my favorite supporting character in the show by far which we always kind of get to but uh, spoilers that's mine uh but yeah the two of those just like every time they're on screen together i'm just having so much fun
0: I uh, I was gonna ask. Well, let's dive right into it. You know, favorite non-title character is something we typically talk about on MCU reviewed. Um, and this one, there's a good supporting cast, and um, I think that's a great selection for you. For, for me, I could go a number of directions. I, I really liked uh, Jen's parents. I thought they played a funny role in the limited screen time they had.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just for sure. Real, you
0: know. Um, cheesy and kind of old school and it was just it was really nice cuz they just care about her um but i for me i really liked the performance by abomination yeah uh, i what a, what a comeback right like so you get the incredible hulk in um 2008 when this this originally happens the original movie and he comes back and plays this this role and really gets some screen time and i love where he went where he's in jail and then he's on house arrest and he he's on probation he can't turn into the abomination and he starts this kind of like self-care retreat with kind of villains you know d-tier villains almost like all of it was just really well played out and um I thought he was a pretty funny part of the show that uh, again, it was nice to see him in this all these years later to kind of get a nice shake at that character again. Agreed. Any favorite moments or episodes come to mind at all for you? I don't know that any do in particular for me. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess if I do have to say one, it was anytime we got daredevil in there and yep. it, it was, it's, you know, this is later in the season And it was it was teased very early on in in the trailer for this show that he was going to be there. But, you know, Charlie Cox, man, awesome to see him there. Awesome to get him in the MCU. Obviously, we're going to get Daredevil uh, reborn in I don't know if that's next year or not, but that's going to be in production. And that's super exciting because that was the best of the Netflix Marvel shows that we got. And I'm happy that this is going to exist again in some way, shape, or form. And we're bringing him, you know, among other characters like X-Men and Fantastic Four into the MCU. But really liked his performance. And I like this storyline. That was really, really funny. And what a nice way to, to tie that in. Yeah, that that
1: would have been mine for sure. I'm I'm not even someone who watched the uh, the Daredevil show on Netflix, so I don't have any ties to Charlie Cox. And like, obviously, I'm excited for so for you know for Charlie Cox to get Daredevil again because everybody else is so excited for it. So he must be doing a good job, right? So like, I'm excited for that and to see you know finally see him play that character. Um, But even without that background, I had such a good time with his character and you know the relationship with uh, with Jen. Um, For me, I'll say the overall favorite thing this show brought to the table is just the way that they kind of. I don't think people talk about this right now enough. Uh, the way that they brought these like C to D tier heroes into existence in, in the in the Marvel universe, like they 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 put Jen behind this this position that she's like this you know this this lawyer for enhanced individuals. I don't think they said enhanced, but super individuals, whatever whatever it was. And they introduced us to a bunch of like really small time superheroes or people with power. Um, and and you think about the MCU like that has never been what it's like there. You know you think about the the, the first three. Phases of the MCU and it's so it's such a big deal to have superpowers you, are, you there's there's like six people and they're part of the Avengers and like the people that are that also have them they're the villains that's it there's nothing else and then you bring space into it and that's that's all the magic that's all the powers that exist so we know they have to open that up quite a bit. We know X-Men and mutants are coming. Um, so I just thought it was an interesting way to give her this legal division and to show us people like the guy who just Mr. Immortal, who has all these different wives that he's just killed himself to get out of the marriage and stuff like that. And he just never, you know, can't die. That was a super funny way to spin on it. Um, the, the, the frog guy who just is just this really rich guy who's basically a, a Bruce Wayne who doesn't even have any powers. He's just rich and wants to be a superhero because like that's the world we're in. They're superheroes. Um, So yeah, just the way they brought those other heroes into into the fold and showed us like a different part of the day-to-day world of the MCU. I'm always interested in that stuff.
0: That's a really interesting take. And no one, I feel like, is talking about that. um, Because you're right. Like It's more and more commonplace. And it's like, oh, there are people who have these powers in the world who don't necessarily want to go save the world. They maybe just lay low or they want to use it for their own advantage, I guess. I love that all of those were really tied into legal matters. In creative ways. That's obviously, you know, attorney at at law is in the subtitle of the show, but that's pretty funny. Like to think about that in legal context, not just like, Moral issues, but like, right? <laughs> you can't do some of the stuff that you're doing. Yeah, um, like the, and, uh, it's, it's, even some of the, like the
1: bigger stuff they brought into question. Like, how do the people who train at Kamertage and have the and can access the magic that Doctor Strange and Wong can? How do you police that? Like, it's dangerous for the world for them to be using this magic. What what is the precedent within the law to make sure they're not doing this stuff and throwing this makeshift uh, uh, magic show in Vegas or wherever this guy's doing it and you know sending people into different <laughs> dimensions? Like, this is dangerous stuff. So, obviously, there's a lot of levity behind it, but it's a pretty serious topic if you think about it.
0: It is. It it makes it feel more real world. I always felt like um, Captain America Civil War with the Sokovia Accords, which was mentioned in the show, by the way, is uh it was a way to like bring it into the real world where it was like hey they they the government would try to have a cap on this or they would want their piece of the pie or they would want to say we're going to say when you can help and when you can't that's so real to me like if superheroes existed so to have these smaller um i guess focus one-offs where you get these goofy one-off superheroes or people at least with superpowers i should say being a part of these legal issues i think that was really well done i just, just um,
1: thought uh, something because of What's the that? precedent set by that, by the the magic and the sling rings and stuff like that, um Ned from Spider Man is now officially a felon. <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, is, is this the is this the is this the way he becomes the Green Goblin? Is this his turn? Is, he's being hunted down by the law because he's using magic he shouldn't be. I don't know. You heard it here first. You never
0: know. I heard it here first for sure. <laughs> 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 Just make sure you forget it, folks. Um, <laughs> So how, how did you think this was done? We're going to get into some some cameos and secondary characters for recognizable characters in the MCU. Uh, and we're also going to rank the series on Disney Plus here that we've got so far. But John, cinematically, what do we think? How do we think this was executed? You know, How, how did she look when she was She-Hulk? um some of the action sequences which were not really the focus of most of the series just overall what did you think of it
1: yeah i thought i thought the cgi on she hulk was admittedly not great like it it stood out as something that was a little out of place and maybe a little a little under budget um but i didn't i wasn't worried about it like yeah it didn't look as good as as you know as bruce bruce's hulk looks um but it costs a lot of money and she's in she's in that She-Hulk form so much and it's a whole TV show based around it um you can tell that they cut away all the time for the transformation and they even mention it in the episode it's like yes. oh do I, do I do i do this now i know you don't do it yet wait till the camera cuts away then you transform um so like of course you know they had some fun with it but it's a real budget issue it obviously costs a lot of money to do stuff like that i had no problem with the action i thought that a lot of the you know a lot of the action was fun um some of the Daredevil stuff i guess that was at night terrible choice to do any kind of heavy C- cgi at night um that chase scene looked a little bad cuz you know Daredevil can't really do those things, so didn't look great. Um, but it didn't bother me. I was having so much fun with the show. I thought it was so funny and charming that I did not care about the CGI, which was apparent, like very apparent, that it was not you know up to usual MCU snuff.
0: And that was a critique right from the get go uh, with the reveal for this uh, trailer. And I'm with you. It was not some of the better stuff that we've seen in the MCU, but it was fine again, because this show leaned into what it was and it didn't need to be there, but love that reference where they say, you know, we're going to do this off screen to save on budget. Um, that's beautiful. Uh, there's something else that I, I wanted to bring up with that. Um, I'm so, sure that will come back, but, um, cameos in, in secondary characters here Wong. Some of my favorite moments stem from him and that girl <laughs> that, <laughs> Um, I don't, her name uh, escapes was her, me. Oh my she, god she literally
1: spelled her name, and she told us where the letters were yes. double but not where we expect. What was her name? She was
0: hysterical. Was it dude. Tiffany Long, or something Longers, like that? Bloggers, she called them right. Bloggers, right? yeah. <laughs> i thought she was awesome
1: hang right like when <laughs> yeah. they first introduced her then she yeah she was the one in that 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 magic episode where she gets thrown away like a different invention uh they first introduce her i'm like annoyed by her but the the second they bring her back i'm like oh you got me i, I love this this is so good do this three or four I, more times i don't care it's like the it's like the goats in uh thor love and thunder i'm like at first annoying not funny the third fourth time all right you got me i'm in let's keep doing this <laughs>
0: It's like me trying not to laugh and them just bringing it back so many times that I actually did laugh. You had to. Uh, yeah, her her role was hysterical in there. Um, Abomination, we talked about. Uh, loved seeing him back. And more than just the cameo, right? Which we got a little bit of in Shang-Chi. Uh, we got some, some screen time with him. What, what did you think of him overall? Yeah,
1: and not to mention that cameo from Shang-Chi was... Um, was uh, Explained in the show as to, yes. as to why Wong would have uh, access and you know know who this is and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought that was I thought that was like you, you mentioned that you, he was he was your favorite non titular character. I thought uh, I thought that was done really well. I thought that was like a really good first like uh, superhero case for for Jennifer to take on. I thought yeah I thought it was awesome.
0: Uh, Bruce Banner. So we get a good chunk of him in the the opening of this show, the, the first episode, and just a little bit towards the end, which was interesting. I didn't expect to really get much of him at all. I felt like it worked very well in that first episode in creating essentially She-Hulk's origin story. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought that was it was done perfectly
1: well. I, I I didn't expect to get that much of him, but then maybe once I saw that first episode, I'm like, oh, maybe this will be kind of like a buddy, you know, Bruce kind of mentoring her along. But then when she leaves that island, it's like, no, I gotta go live my life. I gotta, I gotta be a lawyer. I'm not doing this superhero stuff. Like, I'm already better than you. I can be Hulk when I want to. I don't, I didn't have to train for this. Like, I'm good to go. I'm out of here. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was handled well. And, you know, who doesn't want to see more Mark Ruffalo as Hulk? He's he's awesome.
0: I loved uh, really a lo- the references back to Tony Stark and Cap as well. Some funny stuff there. Um, especially you know Tony helping him build the bar, all of that was really special. And those are those are the kinds of ties back to the bigger MCU that I love at at this point. For sure, you know, talking about our our founding fathers, if you will.
1: Yeah, give me give me the small stuff. Give me those conversations with with you know with Hulk who has been there through it all. You don't you don't need to necessarily bring the character back to go crazy about uh you know these tie-ins and and making us remember the good old days.
0: And we talked lastly. Uh, last character i would have mentioned at least unless i'm forgetting someone john is daredevil um and again a, a, f- a funny <laughs> a funny tie-in uh her joke in the the, ep- the ninth episode when she talks about smashing things including daredevil yeah or, awesome. I, I forget how she worded that i was yeah. like oh my gosh matt murdoch she goes sometimes smashing matt murdoch or whatever she said that was pretty funny really gotta good. say
1: really good yeah their relationship was great i thought that whole episode that, that might have been my favorite episode and not for yeah. the reasons a lot of people love again i said I'm, i didn't watch their double I, I watched a, sure. like a few episodes but i didn't have that tied to it it was just a really good uh really good introduction to this character and you know their their dynamic with two different lawyers and him being the more seasoned and you know, obviously a little bit better of a lawyer and winning that case you know handedly i thought was a, an awesome dynamic.
0: Yeah. Uh, overall good stuff there. Great usage of those characters that I mentioned. Anything else about this show? Any characters moments I missed? Anything that we wanted to do before we go and rank these? I, we, I think we got through it, man. There was a lot to talk about. It's a, it, was, it was a
1: packed show. Every episode had its own little spin, and if it didn't have like a big punch like Daredevil, it had just like a really fun intimate sitcom moment.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, this is one of the the better Disney Plus series, I think, for the MCU so far. One that I was intrigued by when it was announced, but not necessarily high on my anticipated list. However, happy to hear that I was wrong with that and it ended up being a really enjoyable series. I look forward to going back and getting more of it. Uh, hope we get that second season at some point. I don't know that that's been discussed at all, but... It was seen only, the reception to this? It was
1: discussed in the show. Jen, Jen Menson mentions, <laughs> "Can I have whatever in season two. Um, So who knows if, that, if that's actually confirmation for a season two? Because she asked, "Oh, Ke- we should talk about Kevin." That was a fun. That was a fun I was way just to say. Yeah, that was a fun way to bring in, you know, like they, all that hype. Like I'm gonna go talk to Kevin right now. The boardroom and Marvel writers. Nobody talks to Kevin. You'll never get a meeting. And you know, obviously, we're all thinking she's talking about uh, about Kevin Feige, and she finds this K E V I N. I don't even know what it stood for, but. Um,
0: Dude, I legit thought we were going to see Kevin Feige I was like oh my
1: gosh we're finally going to see him I, I didn't, didn't... I, I was just like "What? what how are they going to do this is it just going to be some guy like what is going to be the joke here and it worked out I thought it was a, a fun payoff to, for it to be this AI named Kevin that makes all of the amazing decisions for the MCU and I love how they were so transparent about like yeah we know what the media says we know that people think the MCU has been <laughs> flawless and like we know that you're going to you know have some criticism for our TV shows because it's a different budget like they touched on all of that in that sequence which was really cool
0: it was really really well done that ninth episode was something special i gotta say like if we went through and ranked those episodes that and the previous one with daredevil were up near the top for me then you probably go back to episode one i mean there's so many moments to pick and choose from what a very consistent series this was Good, good, all around. Well, folks, we are going to rank these. So if you watch our series, MCU Reviewed, we w- it was a rewatch series that started in the middle of the pandemic. We were watching all of the MCU movies in release order, and we were ranking them. We made some pretty good progress. We're going to get back to it at some point here. We uh, took a break. We did Star Wars Reviewed. We did all 11 movies there. Kind of tragic that Force Awakens didn't end up at the top, but it is what it is. People can be wrong from time to time. Uh... Other than that, though, we're going to jump into this in the capacity that is the Disney Plus series. We did two episodes on this with John Serato, JT, uh, last year. We did an episode on WandaVision's first season as well as Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm going to pass it over to John to explain how we rank these and what that looks like. And then if you're listening on the podcast form, wherever you download podcasts, we'll kind of talk you through what that looks like as well. Uh, We're obviously going out of order here as well with She-Hulk being the most recent one. We're going to jump back into Loki and some of the other series at some point, but John, I'm going to pass it over to you. What does this look like for new listeners?
1: Yeah. So, so for, for the MCU, obviously, like you said, we watched them all in order in release order and ranked them as we rewatched them. Um, weird here. There's only three. We're only ranking the three that we've done discussion episodes on. So after WandaVision, we did a discussion episode after Falcon and the winter soldier. We did a discussion episode. Then like Josiah said, we got caught up with star Wars, stuff like that. We watched all the other series, but since we didn't do an actual discussion video on them, we're not going to start ranking them yet. We're only going to rank them as we, as, as we've done these, uh these discussions so so far she hulk is the third one we've actually sat down and discussed uh on the podcast here and had a conversation about so we're gonna rank those three uh and like joe said we'll go back and we will make sure we watch everything in between and get a, a full list out for you guys because that sounds fun i can't wait to rewatch like falcon it's been yeah. i have not rewatched a single disney plus show a single disney plus show so i am Dude, I'm,
0: uh, I'm excited like loki was so deep yeah um, there's so much going on and then i think about um Hawkeye like I really loved Hawkeye. It was such a good series to me and that came out around uh, November last year as you get got into the holiday season so maybe we pick back up on that like to me this it's like it's motivation and homework for us. It's good yeah. homework to get back into these series and what an excuse to rank them
1: sure um so the way ranking works is uh basically an episode starts at the bottom of the list and we we decide whether or not we think it hops the uh the, the show or you know in the, in the movie's case the movie ahead of it um not too much to work with here with three episodes you may see say why are these you know at 13 14 i just have them in the middle of the screen because it looks good um so we'll we'll start with uh we'll start with release order so we'll go wandavision out 1st it stays at the number one spot, right? So there's no argument that WandaVision came out first, so it has to be first right now. (laughs) Um, After that, Joe, came Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we did have a review on that, so we'll we'll get this up there. Um, You think this has any chance in your mind to go ahead of WandaVision?
0: Uh, I thought it was a well-done series. Love seeing those guys in action, especially in the buddy cop format, but I am going to have to leave WandaVision up top. That series uh, just was predominantly good, if not great, all the way through. And what a way to welcome the MCU back after a year of no movies or TV shows. Sure. Mondavision is going to be number one for me right now.
1: Oh yeah, especially like fresh, you know, the beginning of the pandemic. We weren't getting any content at all. So just to finally get something uh, new from the MCU and something so different. Uh, Mondavision was a lot of fun. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put Falcon and the Winter Soldier above WandaVision or, or top of the show. You mentioned that uh, maybe some of these should have been movies. That's the one that I think maybe could yep. have been a movie uh, for sure. That one was very, very cinematic, very uh, action packed. The budget was there and it was good. I mean, I, I had plenty of fun with Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't have much you know, to hate on it with, but I think that uh, maybe it could have done a little bit
0: better in a, in a two and a half hour runtime. Um, so she was the most big screen for sure. Like yeah. that, that absolutely was. And it's fine. Like it worked. Um, but real quick on Wandavision division like flashback. I, I remember watching that night, that first day it was valuable and just getting that MCU crawl at the beginning, the logo come in and just having goosebumps being like, man, this is back. It was so sad not getting that for a long time, you know? Right. But, um, fondness kind of makes the or absence makes the the heart grow fonder sometimes for sure and i didn't think we had that room but i did absolutely get there with the mcu coming back i remember texting you even being like dude i just have chills right that now." that's splash screen
1: and like just the realization that like yo this is going to be every week for a while that's that was that was really cool because you know up until WandaVision and you know the MCU shows in, in general you got that feeling once like maybe twice a year I mean I guess sometimes three times a year when they got to really pumping these things out um but you know lots of time in between you saw that MCU that Marvel Studios logo and it really got your heart racing so to have that every week was was something fun um so we agree there. One division one, Falcon two. Um, all right, She-Hulk, the the one that the fresh freshest uh, on the brain here. We just finished watching it. Um, so numerically, it would be number three. Do you think it deserves to hop Falcon and Winter Soldier to go to two?
0: Uh, I would put it above Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I think. Um yeah, I, there's no debate for me. It, it just it goes right to two.
1: Yeah, I think that we said everything we need to say. Uh, we we yep. talked about what we you know some of the shortcomings of Falcon Winter Soldier and what we love so much about She-Hulk. I totally agree. She-Hulk is the uh, is the clear winner between those two. But now here's the question, Joe. We've raved yeah. about Wandavision. We've raved about She-Hulk. We have not much to say negatively about these two shows. Do you think She-Hulk should hop Wandavision for the current number one ranking in the MCU Disney Plus reviewed?
0: <laughs> I uh. I think I want to let you go first on this one.
1: But but my strategy was to listen to you. <laughs>
0: um, I I have a clear opinion. I I
1: don't and that's where that's where it gets interesting and that's okay. I I, I you you can you could be like John, we're going to go sit down and we're going to watch uh 6 to nine, 9 episodes of a of a Disney Plus show. It's either She-Hulk or WandaVision. My answer is yes. I don't care. Pick you know pick one. I'm so in. They're they're different in very many ways. Um but man, I think I think I would go She-Hulk above WandaVision. I think I would. I think I I think I like She-Hulk more. I think I had a little bit more fun with it. Um I don't necessarily think I loved the way WandaVision ended. Um, I agree that fu- that finale didn't really stick it for me, that final battle and the way things left off. And, you know, I JT always I JT always talks a- about about how we're, you know, we're victims of hype and everyone always thought Mephisto was coming. and What what was the secret and stuff like that? I, I never really got too burned by that. I, I love I love the show through and through, but I just think that She-Hulk um, had such a such a identity that it knew what it was being and it was right up my alley like that that sitcom episode by episode fun fun like it's a ride it has less implications for the mcu what show is more important for the mcu obviously WandaVision. like clearly it's it it sets up uh you know dr strange and the multiverse of madness like it's a much more important show obviously
0: um but i think i like she hulk better see if you ask me what show i'm watching if i'm just going to turn something on and watch a few episodes it's she hulk um and i'm torn on this but I am actually gonna leave She-Hulk number two. Yeah. And catch me a different day, right? Like maybe we're not at the point where we've got like some of these um Avengers movies or Guardians or maybe like Civil War like cemented towards the the top of our, our rankings, right? Like I, We'll flush out some of this as we get into some of the other MCU Disney Plus shows, but um, I, I would leave this too, and I would leave WandaVision number one at this point. Totally with you, didn't land uh, when it came to the ending for WandaVision. But I think back to some of those early episodes and what they did with uh, just kind of generating or replicating, I should say, famous sitcoms. And I love how that ended up working so out. Good. So it's funny, you know. Our, obviously, we're only ranking three right now, but our top two are the ones that are either funnier or based on sitcoms. Great. So uh, it's all about fun for me. If we're talking pure fun, She Hulk will be number one. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there too. Yeah, I, there, there's a
1: good chance next time we sit down to do a Disney Plus MCU review that I'm thanking you for leaving that there. You know, like it's that's how I,
0: I could. You just had it, see. I kind of had in my head that you were going to vote that way, which is why I wanted to go the way we did. However... As soon as you said it internally, you started selling me on why She Hulk could be number one. Right. So that you and I are both on that pivot says a lot about these shows and, and how we feel they could be one A and one B, really. No doubt. And now I just want to rewatch
1: division because it's been a while and I just, you know, I know fresh off of She Hulk. So I'm glad we're Same, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm, I'm, that. Yeah, I'm glad we're getting we're sitting down and we're gonna rewatch you know let's focus on the ones we have to do for the show. <laughs> let's,
0: let's all right. us right. let's, let's out of myself. Let's
1: maybe let's pepper pepper in the ones we want to do. So I figure like we'll 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 go at this in release order, right? Like we'll after this, yep. we'll go what, what's after Falcon. Winter Soldier man I'm terrible at
0: this uh, Loki, Loki. Yeah. yeah so we'll do Loki I think it was Loki and then what if right Loki, if talking, what,
1: if, Loki what if then sh- um, Hawkeye maybe
0: I think Hawkeye that sounds yeah. good what if wasn't before yeah. Loki I don't think so
1: were they simultaneously running
0: I don't, I, th- I think Loki ended and then what if happened? Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Doesn't matter. We will
1: we'll, we'll certainly figure yeah. that out. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go in order. Uh, but for now, we got WandaVision at number one. We've got She Hulk <laughs> number two, Falcon and the Winter Soldier at number three again weird list three random shows but we're only doing the ones that we had conversations on so you will you will see plenty more and this list will get fleshed out and i'll make a new graphic that's not 27 things long this was just because it's left over <laughs> from uh the mcu reviewed and i have to make a new graphic for that one too because there's been like 30 more movies since uh, since we've last on this show but it's okay
0: at least at least well, great discussion here on She Hulk here. Twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse, also live at youtube.com slash the Of course, you can watch those videos back right on our YouTube, listen to podcasts wherever you download them around the globe. I uh, also want to give a special shout-out to friend of the show, Tank Newton, who recently got married. Tank, congrats, man. Hope all the best for you in the for the rest of your life, obviously. But especially in these, uh, these first few weeks of being married, enjoy everything you can, man. That's super exciting, and we're happy for you. Heck yeah. That's you. That's right, buddy. Um, so, John, if, uh, if people want to check out other good content here at the Gigaverse, we've talked about it a little bit. But if people are into video games, uh, what show can they check out?
1: uh the show that we're about to record next uh we got busy sticks busy Sticks is our weekly video game show we chat about what we've been playing we crack a new beer we dive into the news and we play a, a nice new game called Guess the Game. Uh, at the end of the show, we kind of unwind from the news and some of the conversations and we try to uh, try to stump each other. We have a game in mind and we we, we have 10 questions. or f- We actually went to 15 because ten's really hard. Um, 15 yeah. questions, yes or no, and uh, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to try to condense those down, toss them on TikTok when we can, but uh, the full version will be there at the end of every episode of Busy 6 if you want to uh, sit there and deliberate with us and try to figure out what the best question to ask. Those are so much fun.
0: Yeah, we're we're finding our way with that. We're having a lot of fun. Uh lots of good stuff whether you're looking at YouTube so- shorts on YouTube or TikTok. We're, you know, name the the name of the game is fun whether it's guess the Star Wars character or guess the video game. Uh so John, you can find him on social media at Disrupto, and you can find me across social media at IAMBrosia. Hopefully you're sticking around in the live stream here on Twitch. We are gonna record Busy Sticks shortly. We've got a lot of good stuff to get to. We're talking Silent Hill. Ooh, can't wait to hear what we're gonna be getting with those games. Also getting some Resident Evil and the controversy surrounding Bayonetta 3. So hope you hang out. And if not. We appreciate you joining the ride for us here on this episode of MCU Reviewed. For John, I'm Josiah. Catch you all soon. Have a wonderful evening.
1: Go Yankees.